0: The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Coming up, founder of Life Church TV, Craig Groeschel, explains the difficulty of following Jesus in a selfie centered world.
1: We see everybody else's highlight reels. Here's the high points of my life. Here I am on vacation, here I am on a date, mm-hmm. here, here I am. I just got you know a new outfit. All the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. And how well behaved my kids are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they just looking They're like matching <laughs> and they've got matching lunch boxes <laughs> and I'm a great man, you know. <laughs> and and then we compare their highlight reels with our behind the scenes.
2: But the camera, just scan this crowd again. Wow. You know, when you, when you get up in your 70s, everybody looks young. <laughs> but I mean, this, this, the majority of this crowd is probably under 30, under you. 35, a lot of them under 30, some of them in their 20s, a bunch of them, some of them younger than that. <laughs> and I uh, got a guy here, you know, he's probably in his 40s, looks like he's 25. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm James Robinson, by the way, and this is my wife, Betty. Pastor Craig Rochelle. And church leader and inspiration is here. He's written a book, and and we know I'm an older guy. This used to always just be a pound sign. This is (laughs) I mean, this is this is hashtag. I mean, you don't understand. This is a big title. This is hashtag struggles. Following Jesus in a selfie. Selfie centered world. (laughs) Welcome Craig Groschet of the Life Today, (laughs) would you? Yeah. I'm already feeling stronger since you (laughs) prayed for me. Ah, I asked Craig to pray I'd take care of my better care of my body. God knows it needs it. And he really felt heavily impressed to pray for me. He said, this is a definite need. Craig, I, I really do love you. Thank you. Uh, I love your wife and you've got a great family. You have a wonderful church. Thank you. And I know to God be the glory. All right, let's just cut to the chase. Pound sign, hashtag struggles. <laughs> help us out. Where, where are you going with well,
1: this? I want to I want to help you out. But first, I just have to express our love for you all and, and uh, and my wife Amy is um, a passionate supporter of your ministry. We, we both are, but we we have a, um, a giving budget, and uh, that she actually controls. She's got a <laughs> road. I understand and, that. Uh, <laughs> and and, so, and uh, she just she loves one of the first um, places that she chooses every year to give is to your ministry. And so we we've loved you all for years, and it's a great honor for us to have a place that we can. Contribute to that we we know is going to touch people in parts of the world that we'll never go to. So we just, you know, on behalf of our family, wanted to say thank you. And so, yeah, you ask about the book. This this is a book I'm massively passionate about. Um, hashtag struggles. And what I'm doing is talking about um, something I'm really excited about, which is the use of technology. And our church was honored to create the YouVersion Bible app, which That's is um, a free gift to the world. It's, it's um,
2: If they want to get it right now, because I'd like everybody watching all yeah. over the world to go, where would they go? Would they yeah, go just, to the app store or Just or go
1: to the app store and type in Bible and it'll be the first one to come up. YouVersion Bible will
2: come it's, up. It's, be is it a free
1: one. app? It's absolutely free. And um, it's something our church is passionate about giving away. And, and I actually came to Christ um, as a result of someone giving me a free Bible years ago, the Gideon organization. And so now imagine our church just gets to give them away by the ten, tens of millions. And so it's, you know, it's really a, an honor to give back in that way. And so we love to use technology. Um, we leverage it in every different way we can, giving away resources through satellite teaching, through... Um, Church Online, through the UVersion Bible app. And yet, with all the amazing ways that technology can help us and influence us toward good, what we're finding is there are also a lot of unintended negative consequences as well. The simple, simplest of which, you can go out to any restaurant right now and see a family of four sitting there, and instead of talking, you know, they've got their device, and all four of them, you know, all of you know what I'm talking Even about. Even the older you, people. You've, 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 yep. Absolutely, are just addicted to this and, and technology can be a great servant or it can be a horrible master. Right. And, and we they wanna... don't
2: even necessarily talk to each other while they're sitting around the table.
1: Not at all. And that's really where this was, This, quite honestly, the journey started sitting at the dinner table when my wife Amy said, would you please... Put the phone down to you and to me. I mean, over and over again, and engage with the family because it's amazing how I was always doing something important, but whenever someone else was on the phone, there was a distraction. You know what I'm talking about? Mine was important, you know. And the reality is, it was taking me away from my family, and so it started with that type of a struggle. And then in the book, we we get into all sorts of there's amazing studies about. How you know even selfies? Uh, we could take a selfie right now if you wanted to, just for fun. But uh, um, you know, one out You'd of probably three. probably want me to come over and get in it, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, you know, it wouldn't be good otherwise. <laughs> and uh, one out of three photos taken on the phone today are people taking it of themselves. If you think about that, yeah. one in three of the pictures taken. They're standing in front of the mirror. Are you know, people yeah. taking it of themselves, yeah. and you know, about 92 million selfies a day are now <laughs> is what the estimate is recorded. And so. What this is doing is it's is, is turning a generation of people away from the great commandment of loving others, loving God and loving others, to being lovers of ourselves. And so the book is really about discipleship. It's trying to help people teach people to follow Jesus in what I'm calling a selfie centered world now
2: you cover a lot of subjects As a matter of fact we wrote down some of the things that are uh, you, you know you, you felt like our, our viewers would want you talk about eight values but you you actually wanted to talk about some of these you talk about contentment and intimacy authenticity compassion integrity encouragement worship rest grab one of those for you think our audience you you know some of the people they're our age but about probably half our audience is gonna be in the 45 let's say to 65 but then a lot younger than that men and women and and what do you want them to hear
1: well w- one of the big struggles I, I write about is the the, the, s- the struggle for contentment or we're always comparison comparing with others um, for example if there's a social media um, app called Instagram, and I could, I could take a picture right now of us, I could upload it to Instagram, and then people would like it or they would comment, oh, James, you're looking so buff, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. That's what you'd say.
2: What you'd say. Especially yeah. compared to Craig. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and what, what ends, up, ends up happening is, we see everybody else's highlight reels. Here's the high points of my life. Here I am on vacation, here I am on a date, mm-hmm. here here I am. I just got you know a new outfit. All the fun stuff. Yeah, all the fun stuff. I and then, how well behaved my kids are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're just beautiful. Beautiful. they're, they're like matching <laughs> and they've got matching lunch boxes, <laughs> and I'm a great parent, you know. <laughs> yeah. And and then we compare their highlight reels with our behind the scenes. And we've got just a generation of people feeling dissatisfied because they're always comparing, always comparing, always comparing. And, I mean, I'll be real honest, I have what I consider to be a pretty exciting life, but when I look at other people, I go. I'm not at the beach, <laughs> you know, and I'm not hanging. I'm not, you know, my pastor friends hanging out with Justin Bieber. Like, <laughs> like I'm nobody, you know. And I, I probably wouldn't want to hang out with a 21-year-old pop star if I could, but you know, I still feel <laughs> inadequate because we, you know, we compare with other people and we feel very, very left out. And this is a this is a real significant issue. A whole generation is now being raised in uh, with being able to measure, you know, how popular are you, okay? Mm -hmm. When we were at school, if you kind of sat at the B table, you know, there's an A table (laughs) in the cafeteria, and then there's the B table, Like, I'm probably at the B table, okay, now. (laughs) You can say they have 400 followers and I've only got 200, I've got hard data that I'm not very popular. And you know, we, we can kind of kind of laugh about it, but it's a really big issue. Okay? Oh, I bet it is. You know, they got over, they got in triple digit likes, they got 100 likes on their Instagram post, and I only got 23, and so now there's teenagers that are actually going and acquiring fake likes very, very common. So fake they write followers, just according. basically to, yeah. to make ourselves feel more important. And so, before to long, see how that would happen. Yeah. Before long, we're almost creating a false life, saying, "Here's the me I want you to see, so that you'll like me." And so, I go into a whole chapter dealing with, and you know, this may not be an issue for you, but for, I mean, for your grandkids, it's where they live every single day, and they're very, very dissatisfied because they're comparing what they don't have. Um, and so we really want to dive into where, do, where does our identity come from, and I push it all always back to Christ, always back to Christ, always back to Christ. When you uh, were you? I
3: think, to... is it possible to find that balance? Because tech, technology can be a wonderful thing. It, it, it is
1: a wonderful thing. and, and we, want it, we want it to serve us. But we don't want to be being mastered here. by yeah, and it's it. And that's why yeah. you started a version of the Bible. Absolutely. Yeah. And
2: it's just one of the most incredibly wonderful places you can go. And we've launched the stream to try to give people some okay. insight and enlightenment about why things matter in, in this day in which we live.
1: So you can use it positively. Absolutely. But it's it's becoming an obsession for people, and, and it's a real significant issue. A, a new phobia, and this is it sounds like I'm making this up, but I'm not. It's called nomophobia. And nomophobia? Nomophobia, it's a real thing. It's very, very real. What does that stand for? It means if I don't have this device, you know, I don't even want to give it away because I might get freaked out. <laughs> I need it, you know. <laughs> and, 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 you know and if
2: I don't have it, what is does
1: it mean? 66% of the general population has extreme anxiety when their mobile device is not nearby. 77% of 18 to 25 year olds panic when they don't have their devices. And is nomophobia, it's the fear of, and so, you know, they, they're literally starting kind of like you've got recovery centers for alcoholics or drug addicts. There are now recovery centers for people that, you know, teenagers that can't stop playing on games. You told
2: me that the sites that most kids can go to, and one of the things since I began to look at the various sites you go, when you see what's there, I've been appalled and shocked, mm-hmm. and uh, wondering how kids could be taken to these places and wherever it is they might take you ultimately, how do they survive, how do parents, grandparents, Understand the potential danger that's there, and how would individuals? You made a great statement to me when we were just talking about that. Any one of us as uh, as men ought to be trying to take away the possibility of temptation, Mm -hmm. even though we may think, "Well, I'm totally able to overcome that." Mm -hmm. Well, what about a year from now, or what Mm -hmm. about when some you've had a low moment or a weak moment, and that that something pops in? You're saying there's a way that parents can lock out. Or anyone, any individual wants to, can lock out on their iPhone or their iPad or their devices. Is that correct? Right.
1: Well, let's let's talk about this. Okay. You've got a 12-year-old boy. Here's your here's your phone. That's pretty common today. Um, this is basically, you could say, this is porn in your pocket because just and that's not an exaggeration. Oh no 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 no. A, <laughs> I mean, you go to just go to Safari, type in anything you want, and see anything that you never want your 12-year-old to see. Worse than you can imagine. So. Let's say you're smart enough to make that go away. Well, your 12-year-old gets on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and they're just innocently browsing around, click on a hashtag, and someone uploads an inappropriate video or picture. They do it all the time, all the time. And then that one would lead to another one likely. Oh, they they get sucked into it, and and, and they will stumble upon it very likely. If they don't know how to look for it, the chances of them stumbling upon it are very, very high. At a, you know the early, the average age someone's exposed to porn now is, is eight years of age, and the number continues to decrease. You know as we speak, and so you know everybody listening who cares about their kids, uh, who cares about themselves. Mm. You know n- you need to learn. You need to learn what is available and then how to block would they it out. Who find
2: what's available? Well, to,
1: to block. I wrote a, I wrote a whole in, chapter in the a, book in about, the last
2: part. I think you break yes. it out.
1: So I write about like in my my phone to the best of my. Technology ability. I don't have the ability to see something inappropriate now That means my phone doesn't do what most other people's phones do I don't have the ability to download apps that's controlled by somebody else I don't have different forms of social media on my phone. I actually have someone else post for me Mm -hmm. when I post I don't have a normal browser on my phone. I have that blocked out that I actually have a back door to the browser blocked down as well because my youth pastor taught me how something you learn from kids of how you, you get around it. And so, you know, most 12-year-olds will know how to get around this. And, you, you know, you might look and say, okay, well, Craig, you're a pastor of a church. Are you really that weak, you know? And that's, that you could ask that question. who you are. Or you could say, are you really that wise? That, yeah. Because there may be a day when I'm vulnerable, not today, and it probably won't be tomorrow, but why in the world would I resist a temptation in the future if I have the power to eliminate it today? And so You're I'm just going to, mm-hmm. so my, my stance is anywhere where I know there's something that could be potentially dangerous, I'm going to try to close and lock that door. And so, you know, I've done that with our parents, uh, with our children. Um, and then what's really interesting is other, you know, a, a wife will say to, you know, a husband on staff, like, are you really that weak? Well, you know, Pastor Craig does that, and why do we not? And so I want to set an example that um, let's, anywhere there's a temptation we could eliminate it, let's eliminate it. And I think parents, you know, if for no other reason, get the book, read that chapter. How do you block it? There's several steps and it's, you know, we go through the, the steps of how to do it. How do you lock this down before you give it to your kid? Because, you know, I'll tell you right now, when I was 15 years of age, I saw I was exposed to pornography terrible. for the first time. I remember to this day. It's be nothing like what's there now. No, not even close, okay. I remember to this day what I saw. It's a tattoo in your brain. It's a tattoo in my brain, and if I tried to no bring question. the image up, I, I could. And so I would not have had the ability to resist the temptation at the age of 15 that's available there. So I'm not gonna assume. Your father was, and
2: we need to talk about this in the next program, your father had a problem with alcohol. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a father because of alcohol. Mm-hmm. And when those dents come in a child that's fatherless, there's no one to help you even have any appropriate understanding of how in the world you should respond. Mm-hmm. And boy, the difference there is daylight and dark. Because I watch our children, our grandchildren with their parents who are so stable. Mm-hmm. And I watch the difference on the way they're affected because has someone that is there as a confidence builder. But right now, most children are fatherless. Mm-hmm. If they even have a father in the home, he's a dysfunctional father. Mm-hmm. Or he's like perhaps yours was when he was battling alcohol. We'll talk about the miracle mm-hmm. of what's happened to him in another program. Craig's gonna do another program. By the way, would you like for him to do another program and talk <laughs> about the, the things that be are over? Because because there really is a lot to cover, I, I really pray. I understand. Here, I'm a guy getting over into social media in a way I never dreamed I would, and it's been appalling, shocking. And uh, if a person has any kind of curiosity at all, they'll get a hold of that. Mm-hmm. And the social, they'll, they'll get well, you. will track the you. language of the day.
1: They're all in social media, and they should be because there's a lot of good benefits. Absolutely. But without education, they're they're sitting duck to things they're going to be exposed to. And so, if you're a parent, you you know, learn what's out there learn how to talk to your kids about it, learn how to set up whatever safeguards you can, and then have an open dialogue. Or if not, you know, it's, it's going to damage their mind in ways that you cannot even imagine and See, hurt them there, for years you, to come. Yeah,
2: there's a tremendous amount of help that, that Craig's trying to pour out on all of us and everybody in this studio. And if you love your family, your children, you love yourself, your testimony, let's get these safeguards. Let, let him help you. I mean, the book is is online right now. You can get it. Or you can go to the bookstore. It's just out. Matter of fact, the week right now we're here. It's it's going to the bookstores, and you can get it online. So go ahead and, and get a copy. But mm-hmm. but Craig, you know, you, you talked about your wife and about how you all believe in our mission outreaches, mm-hmm. and well, we we will. And I think you'd be pleased to do it. We will want to give as our ministry this book to people who simply help us do the things to help people that you know are important. Mm-hmm. Would you just express your thanks to Craig for his leadership? <laughs> and Incredible. Thank you all, the incredible wisdom and and leadership that you're providing for all of us. I mean, our pastor, Robert Morris, thinks that Craig is one of the greatest blessings, and and I heard a message he preached at uh, one of the ARC conferences in our church, one of the most powerful I've ever heard in my life. And he's, he's just a blessing. Uh, if people wanted to access the website, where would they go? Not only Version of the Bible, but for, for the church. So
1: for the church, you can go to lifechurch.tv. You can also go and download the, um, the Life Church app and get all the messages there. And, and of course, the Version Bible app is our gift to the, the world.
2: So please, please do that. But what we want you to see right now, uh, really and truly, is to look in and, 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 and see the need that together we can meet. Uh, Just see if through one of our mission staff members, you don't sense the love of God and don't identify with what can be done effectively. And I think you're gonna be excited and moved to do exactly what God wants done for His glory and to bless others. Watch closely.
4: 9,000 miles by air and hours in off-road vehicles. Our journey to reach these desperate locations are long, but they pale in comparison to the suffering of those who await us. I'll never get used to what we see here in these remote areas, but when we visit the clinics, we're confronted with the reality of what happens when mission feeding hasn't reached a village.
2: I mean, just look at the way she looks at you, I'm struggling, I'm, I'm actually struggling to survive, I'm just struggling to live, you know, and that's what malnutrition does to the body.
4: make a change for this little one and for many, many like her. It doesn't have to come to this. This little girl needs our help. Mama. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, this mama's doing all that she can do with all that she's got. And we can help her. We're going help a lot of mothers like this. Don't you want to see that? Don't you want to see these little ones live? Thank you. Oh, my God.
2: God bless you, little baby. Beth Moore held a little baby boy named Matthew, and Peter Pretorius, her. Mission overseer said he'll not likely be here tomorrow, Beth. I don't think he'll make it through the night. And she prayed with a broken heart. And then she and her husband, Keith, came and sat right here in the Life of Day studio. Months later, and I looked over at Beth, and I said, Beth, baby Matthew's alive. The Life of Day viewers made sure. That baby's alive. And then Beth Moore went back two years later and played soccer with Matthew. And you want to know why? Is the love of God through people like you and people like you right. who said, I don't want to just weep. I want to heal. I want to help. I want to establish a compassion connection and the missionaries are there, but they, they've they got to have something in their hands and they've got to have a way. Right now, we need eight more 10-ton trucks. We need tens of thousands of those heat resistant plastic bowls. We have 400,000 children, Betty, we've already located, that have need or they'll be in those malnutrition clinics that your love set up, made possible as a miracle, a last minute chance. But we've got 400,000 that we can stabilize their diet and save their little lives and give them health. So they don't end up there or die; they have a future. Many of the children we started helping years ago are teachers in schools. Some of them are professors in colleges. Many of them are leaders in their cities. We have seen miracles—the miracle of love. And Betty, I believe our viewers will help. I think that they see the love of God expressed even well, through true, James.
3: And you know, we talk about the the vehicles, the transportation, and how important it is. But what makes it real is when you watch a precious little one like that that's struggling for a breath for just a little more air into her little body. And then what really touched my heart was when the mother took her little baby in her arms and he looked into the face of that mother and tears streaming down her face because she knew she could do nothing to help her baby. But you know what, we can we can make the difference. If you've ever had your heart broken and you've ever wept with a broken heart, you know what those tears feel like streaming down that mother's face. You know what they're saying. Someone help my baby. So please join with us and let's get the transportation so we can get the food to them so that they can live.
2: Honey, thank you for, I think, not only sharing the heart of a mother, but the heart of God. I. Here, here's what we need you to do. Go to lifetoday.org or dial the telephone number that's there. It's always a prayer line, but right now it's a helpline. It's a miracle line. And I want you to take your bank card and you just use it like a check. You should always use it that way, whatever you do. And make the gift God puts on your heart. Now, now keep this in mind. 30, 50, 100, we're able to feed 3, 5, or 10 children for the next months this extended period of time, that's what it'll do. Please help us we have 400,000 children need a lot of people's help. For many months now, right now, we need your help. And we need over $300,000 for the trucks, eight, 10 ton trucks. They're absolutely fabulous vehicles. And to be very honest with you, Peter Pretorius has gotten incredible buy on these trucks and we need your help to do it. We need thousands of the heat-resistant bulbs. So we need a miracle expression of love right now, please. Would you right now go to lifetoday.org or would you dial that number? If you want to write a check, make it to life, but call the number and tell us what you're putting in the mail, we have to know. So we can let the missionaries know, yes, the help is on the way, the trucks are coming. Please do it, we have some beautiful gifts to send you as an expression of our love and gratitude you're giving to literally express and give life. Thank you for doing it.
0: Disease, malnutrition, starvation, all terrible human atrocities being faced every day by people living in remote and impoverished areas of Africa. And those at greatest risk are the children. Life's Mission Feeding Program is there, able to feed and care for over 400,000 children in crisis areas of Angola, Mozambique, and Sudan. With previous food reserves gone and malnutrition levels in Angola rising due to increased food scarcity, we desperately need to replenish our supplies for our feeding programs immediately. Your life-saving gift of $30, $50, or $100 will help feed and care for three, five, or ten children for the next three months. Also, please consider an additional gift toward our $316,000 goal to provide eight all-wheel drive trucks and 76,000 new bowls for the children. As our thank you, we'll send you this soft cover journal Bible featuring the Gospels, Psalms, and Proverbs for your devotional time in the Word. With your gift of $100 or more to help feed 10 children, please request the complete Holy Bible Journal Edition, perfect for keeping notes and insights as you read and study. And finally, with your gift of $1,000 or more to help feed 100 children, you may request this beautifully framed canvas print of The Forest Chapel by Thomas Kincaid. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. This is
2: a beautiful, beautiful Bible, and this uh, journal edition, <laughs> what a blessing it'll be. And, uh, you know, we'll send you these as expressions of gratitude the Kincaid uh, Forest Chapel, beautiful canvas framed, but also Craig Rochelle. I believe that Craig is one of the greatest gifts. Understand, I've been around a while. <laughs> one of the greatest gifts God has given to the church, not just Life TV Church. But to all of us, and to you, and I believe what he shares is far more important than some of you may realize. So you help touch them. We'll send this as an expression of thanks, also. But it's online, and you can get it in the bookstores. I hope you pass it on. Craig's going to be back with us again. You want to say thanks to Craig hey, Bruce? Thank, thank you for watching. Check out stream.org, check out stream.org.
0: Ed Felton and Greg Gross as they examine what women should understand about men and their visual nature next week. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.